Hey, Nerd Talk Nation. This is your host, Jordan Halstead. And today on Nerd Talk with Jordan Halstead, I've got Micah here with me. Micah, thank you so much for joining me as we uh, we start talking about Comic-Con. Yeah, thanks for having me, as always. Uh, oddly enough, I didn't know this was happening yesterday. And for some strange reason, you would think that, you know, us and Nerd, at Nerd Talk would know that. I, I just had no idea that was going on. And then... Jordan, you started blowing up our text message, and I told Scott, one of our other guys, that we need to switch Jordan to decaf, and um, <laughs> here we are. So, yeah, like, uh, I'm laying in bed last night, and not only, you know, have they dropped a new Wakanda Forever trailer and a She-Hulk, uh, an updated She-Hulk trailer, uh, DC went out of the way, and I know that we're not talking DC today, but they dropped a, a Shazam trailer Yesterday and as well. a Black Adam. And they a Black Dropping some Black Adam stuff too. Yeah. So uh, there was just so, so much stuff yesterday that was getting dropped in our faces. And so, yeah, um, I'm just super excited to talk about uh, phase five today and some of phase six that we know of. Absolutely. And, and for those of you guys who are listening, we're specifically talking Marvel's Comic Con experience. Uh, we did a DC roundtable kind of thing when DC had their own, like, quote unquote, comic con kind of thing the the dc nation piece and so we're specifically talking marvel because marvel dropped a ton of content and so with this year marvel just i mean coming out swinging at hall h do you micah think that uh this this kind of gives that direction because we we often talk about how there's this lack of direction and where are we going how are we fitting into this like at the end of phase one we saw thanos at the end of avengers and we knew hey like Thanos is going to be our big level event and it may not be next year. It may not be in two years. It may be five, six years down the line, mm-hmm. but we will eventually see Thanos. Or do you think that this is just too much content? And as my friend JT was saying, it's like getting hosed by a fire hose point blank. Like it's just so much content. You are sensory overload. You just you, you, There's too much. So what are your thoughts on that? So yeah, a couple of things. Um, I do feel like it's a fire hydrant or fire hose experience to the degree of, yes, it's so much content, so many shows, so many movies, but we also have to like take a step back for a second. Yes. They're dumping this all on our plate. And I uh, encourage our listeners to go back and listen to the Thor love and thunder episode where I talk a little bit about, um, you know, going to a buffet or going to a church potluck or whatever, and just getting so much on your paper plate and your plate just breaks. Cause there's just so much. Um, but I think we need to take a step back and just realize that, hey, even though there's so much going on and there's so many different shows, there's so many different series and movies and all that stuff that's going to be coming out over the next uh, couple of years, it's literally going to be the next couple of years. Like we're talking, as we record this episode, it's 2022, right? We're in the summer of 2022. Yep. Some of this is going to take us into 25. Like this is three years in the making. It's not all like, like I remember when Disney Plus came out. Do you remember when Disney Plus came out and everybody's like, oh, we're going to have all this stuff. And like, I thought on day one that I was going to have Loki and I was going to have Falcon and Winter Soldier and I was going to have WandaVision, but it was like, nope, it, just kidding. It's going to be here. It's going to be here eventually. But like, we just had to take our time and we had to get there. So I just think we have to take a step back and say, you know, yes, this is a lot of content. content. However, um, it's in due time. Yes, it's in due time. Yep. But I, I will say to take it a step further, I mean, we can break it down a little bit more. Um, before we started recording, Jordan, I told you that I feel like I've been given phase four a little bit of a hard time, but like looking back on, uh, phase four, phase four had a lot of magical moments. Um, oh, absolutely. From the C and, and 
specifically the series, I think stole the show with Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki and WandaVision and Hawkeye. Like you just had uh, what if um, all these shows that were just spectacular. Right. And they just they built and gave us character depth that we haven't seen before. And I don't think we got that towards the end of phase four. And, you know, they announced yesterday that uh, Wakanda Forever will be coming out. I think it's November 11th. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Later so this like, year. Yeah. Towards the end of this year. But like, um, I don't know. I, I, I've been giving phase four a hard time, but I think it's the tail end of phase four, which I'm just really not super happy with. But all that to say, back to your question about kind of Thanos. Um, I think that I'm most excited about phase five kicking off with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania because I think it's been heavily rumored that Kang's going to finally show up. And um, well, and, and that got confirmed with Jonathan Majors, like with the promo stuff in the background that he is going to be the, the big bad, but not only big bad. And we'll get that into that. Right. In because yeah, yeah. So we'll talk to that in a minute, but like it, it, that's probably my biggest beef with phase four was that we just, we had, we had villains within series. We had villains within movies, but we didn't have one big bad villain. And uh, phase four was kind of the nomad of like, all right, we're just going to test the waters with all these movies and series. However, when we get into phase five and then into phase six, I think that we're going to go head uh, uh, head first into having a big bad, big bad villain again, which, you know, we'll talk about Kang here in a second. But like, I think that we uh, have... I think Marvel really wanted, I told you earlier, you were texting me and I, I think, I think I told you that I feel like Marvel wanted to test the bounds of our attention, test the bounds of our patience, test the bounds of like, okay, what would happen if we didn't do this? So I think that's what they did in, in phase four. Like we didn't have that big bad villain. We didn't have that Thanos. We didn't have Kang the Conqueror, Mephisto, whoever, Dr. Doom. And that's okay because some of the villains within the projects did an outstanding job. What did you think? I think that, you know, I didn't have as big an issue with there not being a villain um, in this phase because I feel very reminiscent to phase one of, where are we going? Mm-hmm. Like, like we've got it a lot like more a reset. It was almost yeah, like a reset. Yeah. And, but I think the problem that we all have is we've been in this for 14 years for some of us who've been around since the, the inception of the, the MCU. And we go through and we're like, no, they had their stuff to get. Well, yeah, but no. Like this round, for them to restart, basically, you have history already. So you've got to address the whole fact that Tony Stark is gone. The the blip happened. Thanos is dead. You don't have a massive villain that's rearing his ugly head at the moment. But you have a bunch of characters that you've already established. So how, where do you take them? What ways will you involve them? How do you keep moving forward into the MCU? And I think that this was a sensory overload but what I realized, and, and this is something that Will said in our, our group chat, we knew about most of these things that, that they announced. They just gave us dates, mm-hmm. and they started to kind of, like, cement some of that. Um, there were a few hidden pieces that kind of, like, blipped out, and they were like, whoa, like, that's really cool, and we'll, we'll get into that. We did, but, a, we, did a, we did kind of, like, a preview episode back in the fall last year, if you remember, Jordan. Like, we yeah, talked yeah, yeah. A little, like, and these, we already knew about most of these series, like you're saying. Yeah. And, and a lot of this we know, and this 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 list doesn't even include their animation because they did an animation thing where it's like the I Am Groot's What If and uh, Spider-Man freshman year. Like all three of those were not even in this lineup. Like these those are the animation side, and that's not even including all this stuff that we're about to hit. And X-Men I think they, 97? 
was yeah, that in there? Ninety seven was also in there. Um, yeah. And so, like, looking at this, it's like it's different. It's new. It's how do how do we go forward? And and I feel like it felt like there was a ton in that moment. But then taking a step back, it's like, well, we already knew about some of this. Like mm-hmm. they're just they're just kind of cementing and giving us more detail now. And it's like when they brought in Guardians three, like we've all known about Guardians three basically since Guardians two. And so which came out in what year, like 18, 19? I think it came out in 16 or 17. I think Guardians came out May of 2017. So I'll let you I'll let you look that up. But uh when when they announced it, they had uh uh Chudwick, whatever his name, he was from Peacemaker. Um, he was, he was the agent that ran it and he was the undercover alien spy guy. And, um, and, and they've got him playing the high evolutionary. And so like he came out and that just gave a little bit more information. And then they said, Hey, this is going to be part of the most tragic backstory in all of the MCU. And that's Rocky raccoon story. And then you're like, well, we already know Adam Warlock's going to be in here. Like what, where's this story going? Cause there's so many elements that are going to be a part of this. And is this going to lead into Adam Warlock getting his own series? Are we going to have more Guardians of the Galaxy without this team being the Guardians? Is there going to be some tragic end, or is it going to be kind of left open for interpretation for another director to come in? Because James Gunn has already done – this will be his third third outing. I think and I read that this afternoon, Jordan, that this, this is the last. Like, they're done. Done. Well, I, I wonder if this is the last of that group. And yes, kinda, that, that's, kinda, what that, that's what I read today, yeah, that, so that it like, would be the last of – yeah. But I mean, you can easily, because I heard uh, Cosmo the Space Dog will show up. Um, Adam Warlock is going to show up. Like, I mean, you could rotate in a whole different cast. And so, like, if if Chris Pratt's done, he, Chris Pratt's done, but he may stick around. Or you may have Rocket and Groot stick around, and then you have a whole new group that mm-hmm. kind of, like, they help train. And you, you never know. Um, and you just got to kind of piece it together and figure it out as you, as you go. Um, so let's let's go ahead and just dive into this a little bit. So we'll we'll take it at project by project as they kind of were announced. So let's start with Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. You were talking about uh, Jonathan Majors playing Kang the Conqueror. Um, so what do you know? What are you excited about? What what are you most excited about for this film? So just another Ant Man film. I think Ant Man's one of the most underrated. Uh, oh, one hundred percent. Uh, underrated movies in the MCU, the original and even the second one. Uh, the first one's the better one, I think, so far. Yeah. Um, I, we were yesterday, my wife on Friday was like, I want to watch Endgame. Cool. Uh, I had started like Infinity War a couple of weeks ago. So yesterday we we ran around, got our errands done in the morning, afternoon. We came home and we watched both of them back to back. And <laughs> that's um, awesome. Just like watching Paul Rudd is just outstanding because he knows that he's out of place as a superhero. He knows that he's not the traditional superhero. And like the part where they're in the diner and they're talking to Hulk and Cap and and they're <laughs> and he's like the, the, the kid picture with me. Yeah, he's like I'm Ant Man. I'm Ant Man. <laughs> No, we're good. Oh, come on. You want to get a picture with Ant-Man. But all that to say, uh, you know, they really talk about the quantum realm or they start to have that conversation in the quantum realm and Ant-Man and the Wasp and then pick it up in Endgame. I think it's going to be really interesting to see. I think think Ant-Man is going to get really serious in this one just because of the gravity of having Kang there and um, just to really kick off this quantum realm kick off this uh new big bad um you know with kang especially like 
And I want to see what they do with his daughter. I'm assuming the third girl in the in the posters that we've seen. Cassie. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's his daughter. Yep. And um, just curious to see what they do with her. And if I don't, or if I if I remember correctly, I think her name is like Stature or something like that mm-hmm. um, in the comics. And so she's going to be. I for the longest time I thought it was Stinger, but I think it's Stature. Mm-hmm. So. Well, so yeah, I I'm really curious to see if a if it gets serious because of Kang, and then b how good of a movie it is and i think it's going to be a great movie because it's going to kick off this new phase what do you think i think it's going to be the movie that's going to come out swinging um mm-hmm. like when phase three hit we had civil war and i don't know that it's going to be necessarily that big but i'm really excited because there's already conversation that kang is not the only villain he's going to be the main villain but there's going to be another guy mm-hmm. and i'm really excited because they said that it's going to be modok and I, are you are you familiar with who Modok is? Daredevil? No, 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 no. Not Murdoch. Modok. Oh. Uh M-O-D-O-K. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like he's the giant like head and then like tiny arms and legs and like he floats around in this chair. So Yes. Kind of like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they uh they're talking that they're gonna bring him in. And there was talk at one point that Jim Carrey might be him, but they're saying that it's gonna be like yellow jacket shrunk and there's going to be a moment where Kang is going to like manipulate time a little bit and like turn Darren cross into Modoc. So I don't know where it's going. Um, these are all just rumors. I mean, I don't believe every rumor anymore because like multiverse of madness was supposed to have like this massively long list of all these characters that never showed up. And so I'm like, I just take it with a grain of salt, but you know, if Modoc were to show up, man, that would be awesome. Cause I love when Modoc shows up. I think he's just like this really weird, obscure character that like when he shows up, like, He's a whiny baby and I love it. So Yeah, I think that yeah, I I would love to see Yellow Jacket come back just because like you've always said in a lot of our episodes, Jordan, you know, there wasn't a funeral and he kind of just kind of went by the wayside in the first. Well, and and here's here's my piece to it. That suit was sick. Mm-hmm. And I comic book wise, there's a moment where now it's Hank Pym. Hank Pym takes on the yellow jacket mantle. And I would really love to see like a moment where like Scott has to pass the the torch or whatever, but he takes on the yellow jacket or someone else, like maybe a multiverse Scott or whatever comes in as yellow jacket as a superhero. And like, cause having, having the yellow jacket superhero, that'd be really, really cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, Ant-Man and the Wasp, I think it's going to be great. It's going to kick off the phase five. Um, wow. I can't believe we're already saying that. Um, but yeah, kicking off phase five, I think it, I think that's the right start. I think that it will help. And like you said, it's going to give some serious undertones, but it also, I think it's going to be the lighthearted to help bring us into that. Because so of, of the three, the third installment of the, the this phase, which one do you think will be better, Ant-Man and Wasp or Guardians of the Galaxy 3? So Ant-Man 3 or Guardians 3? I think it's going to be Ant-Man. I think Ant-Man's going to be a... I think, Ant-Man's gonna, I think Ant-Man's going to pull the win here. Yeah. Um, I think I think there's too much riding on Guardians three, that the Ant Man is that unsung hero that he's going to walk in and just wipe the floor with everything. I think that it, I think it's going to be kind of a disappointment by the time we get through with Guardians three. Not because it's a bad movie, but because it will not reach the expectations that, um, that it will be set like for MCU, like moving forward after Quantum Mania. I feel um, like I feel like Guardians. There's only so many things you can do with Guardians. I feel like I feel like they they backed themselves into a corner a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay, so let, let's move into Secret Invasion. It is going to be the first Disney Plus series. It'll be coming out early spring um, is what it's looking like for, for the series. So 
what are your thoughts? What are you hoping expectations, things like that with, with secret invasion? So is this going to be more of the scroll thing with Nick Fury and yeah. okay. So post far from home where you see Nick Fury on the spaceship and he's kind of no. like, apparently this is a time hop piece that okay. will be like potentially post end game. So where, where does, so where did the, what, what project is that then that we're, th that I'm thinking of? I think, I think you're thinking the same thing. I, there, there, okay, so there, there's multiple pieces and thoughts to this one. Either it's going to sit in between Infinity War and Endgame and that the old version of Nick Fury is a scroll. Okay, or, that's what I was thinking. Or it's going to be a little bit in the distant future after Far From Home, No Way Home, all that stuff. And it will be like Maria Hill's been trying to get a hold of Nick Fury. And he's like, and, and you can't. And when he finally shows up, it's because there's an invasion and all this. I just don't think you should put it too far in the future. And I would yeah. be absolutely okay if, um, but I don't know if it could sit in between Infinity War and Endgame because Maria and Nick both dusted. And I, I just, I don't know if you could do that. Yeah. And I think too that, you know, uh, by the time you get to Far From Home, which happens after Endgame, uh, you know, Spider-Man's looking for for Thor. He's looking for anybody to get him out of the mission that Nick Fury wants him to do. And he's yeah. talking talking about people being off-world. And by the time you get to the end and the post-credits, Captain scene, Marvel. Yeah, you see the scroll uh, yeah. on you know him as like on a beach or something. And it's like, okay, has Nick Fury been a scroll this whole time? Like, is it is it like what's going on here? And the same thing with um, at the end of WandaVision, they they showed the scrolls again. Uh, so at some point, like. WandaVision happens after Endgame, so maybe it's before that, right? Before, like, in between WandaVision and after Endgame? I don't know. I kind of just want everything to be chronologically roughly in the same era. As Good luck with releasing. that, Jordan. Good luck with that. I know. I know. <laughs> so I don't know much about it other than just what I just said about as far as uh, Nick Fury and the scrolls, and I think you're going to get more scrolls uh, involved post what we've seen in what little bit we saw in the first Captain Marvel and what little bit we saw in, at the end of WandaVision. I think that this is going down a path that's going to be kind of weird because the scrolls are supposedly good guys and then this is going to be like a subsect of them that are bad guys. And like we'll see, more than likely, we'll probably see uh, Super Scroll come in. I wonder if we're going to see Hulkling uh, show up because they're building the, the Young Avengers and that's something that is, has been really talked about. Um, and I'm surprised that it didn't make the list. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens in the next few years, but, uh, with them doing a Hulkling that could come from the scrolls that could happen. I just, the, the book was really good, but it had so many big names. I don't know who they will use. And so I just, it'll just be different and we're going to have to figure out kind of as it happens. Um, but I, I'm excited for that one. I think, I don't think it'll be like phase four good with some of the Disney shows that they've done. Um, but I think it'll be a good installment into it. Now I could be totally blown away and they could knock it out of the park, but I, I think that's, where I'm at, but I know that like some of the cast are like uh, Rhodes is going to be in there. Um, Rhodey, uh, we're going to have uh, Emily Clark from Game of Thrones. She's going to show up for a character. Uh, Agent Ross, uh, Everett Ross, he's going to come in um, from Black Panther. Uh, he's he's going to be coming in to reprise his role. They're, they're bringing back some big names, but I feel like to really do this story justice, you're going to have to bring in some big superheroes. Like you're going to need the Hulk. You're going to need... Uh, Thor, you're going to need like Daredevil, you're going to need Captain America, you're, you're going to need some type of big level heroes that 
I don't know if you're gonna do it or not. I, I like especially I, with I it being a Disney know. Plus series and not a movie. Yeah, with it with it being a series, it's gonna have to. You're gonna have to figure out how to write that one correctly. No, I mean they've done really well so far with all their series. I don't. I can't complain about any of them so far. So, I mean they may not have been like full expectation, but they've they've still been really good all the way around. So we'll see. So Guardians three. Let's hop on that one. We, we've kind of talked about that a little bit. So you said that you don't know that it's going to be the hero out of the first two films. Uh, what are your expectations? Do you, do you hope to see a specific character? Do you want to see someone come back? Are you expecting more Sylvester Stallone? What are your thoughts? Um, I expect somebody to die or a couple people to die. And there's been, and the reason I say that I don't want them to die because they're people that we like to watch and uh, the guardians are hysterical and what they do. And they're, you know, just very unique in their color and their makeup and just the way that they are in reference to the MCU. Um, but with it being the last and final, quote unquote, final installment of of the Guardians franchise, I think you can expect somebody because Drax Batista said he's already not coming back. So, yeah. um, you know, which are we really that surprised? I mean, the no. older he gets, I mean, that's hours and hours of body paint and trying to keep your body in shape and Right. I'm not but surprised. I, I, you know, Drax probably, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe Quill dies. Who knows? I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't like it, it. Like I said earlier, it's just kind of run its course for me. Uh, the Guardians first Guardians movie was just so iconic and just so ahead of its time early on in the MCU. Like, how do you well, it set a pace and it set yeah. something that was different moving forward? Yeah, it's um, like so. Like so, what do you do at this point? Like we just we just did the episode on Love and Thunder, and we talked about how they made that brief appearance, and then they kind of went off and did their thing. And you know, <laughs> there's not a lot you can do. I mean, they're they're in the galaxy, and they're going to go and fight and do their thing. But like you just, I don't know. I'm rambling, but I think that it's. So here's here's my question for you. So we we talked about this um, with the the last week episode when we, we talked about Thor and the unfor- <clears throat> or the forgettable villains, you said that the gold people from Guardians 2, how you just don't remember them, they're not real big. Do you think that they will do to them what they did to Crossbones from Winter Soldier into Civil War? Where they're like, hey, you showed up, you got to do something cool, and then they just like write them off. Whether they kill them, whether they like just don't show back up, like they, they don't play a massive significant part to the film. Do you think that they'll do that because of the high evolutionary that's coming in play? Do you think um, that he'll be a part of their story? Do you think it'll be multiple villains? Um, what are your thoughts? It's hard to say. I mean, it really is. Like, you can't, uh, I don't know, like you said, Jordan, they kind of back themselves into a corner. Um, like, my immediate thought, like, even yesterday when I was watching Endgame again, was, you know, I really wanted to see more of Thor and Guardians, the As Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, go out and just kick butt in the galaxy and just uh you know be the at be the As Guardians of the Galaxy. And and I don't think that they did that and it was a missed opportunity. Also, you know, are they gonna chase Gamora? Like, is Gamora gonna be in this? Is she not? Like, are you know, are they gonna pay are they gonna chase her down? Are they gonna bring her back? Are they gonna somehow make her remember who she was, even if she was the older version of that. Um, and is know. it even going to be worth going after? Correct. Yeah. Like, like you, you have X amount of time. Are you going to be able to fit that in there? Yep. 
and so not to not to dwell on the past and not to dwell on love and thunder like we we talked about uh in another episode but like i was thinking about this today as i was on my way home we talked about it in that episode but like if they didn't give that backstory of guardians and if they didn't do the piece uh telling through a story and talked about and and even the the greek mythology piece like that movie would have been maybe 90 minutes (laughs) yeah it would have been super short if they wouldn't have put all the backstory in there. And some of that backstory was not necessarily needed. Right. And like so you go um, back and rewatch the movies. And I'm hoping they don't do that with Guardians 3. I just, because they could. I don't know that they will. I think that because it's not Taika Waititi and it's not, and I think that they've learned a little bit from it. And as they're finishing filming and things like that over the next few months, like, hey, this is something that we learned not to do. And then put that on the cutting room floor. I want to so. say this one's done. Well, they're they're probably because this isn't until May next year, so right? But I want to say that they're done filming it. But they could they could pull the the actors back for reshoots and things. Yeah, like yeah. That. So they've got they've got the time to fix that. Lord um, knows they did that with Multiverse of Madness a hundred times. Yeah. So, uh, Echo is next up on the slate. Uh, we saw Echo in Hawkeye. Hawkeye, and there's talk that Daredevil is going to be in there, and that Wilson Fisk is going to be in there. So. What are your thoughts? Do you do you know much about the character outside of what you saw in Hawkeye? Do you expect anything? Do you want to see something special come from that series? What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm excited about seeing it because you know Hawkeye was such a great uh, series, and and Hawkeye I think is one like as we were talking earlier, Jordan. I think Hawkeye is one of the most underrated things of season or of Phase Four, just because of how they did such a good job with storytelling from Hawkeye's perspective, but they also brought in new characters they brought in characters from other series i.e daredevil and they just brought it all together like a wonderful piece of art and um you know we didn't get much from echo or maya right it's gonna be maya is gonna be echo maya she's she's echo yeah 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 so like we didn't get much from her but we got a little bit of redemption at the end of her at the end of this story uh in hawkeye but i think in echo we're gonna really see her come into her own as Echo and train and become the that person uh, who she's. Uh, I'm assuming she's going to be a superhero because she's mad at Kingpin. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like she'll she'll probably be a street level hero kind of maybe vigilante. Is Kingpin going to be in this? Yeah. So I thought I saw that somewhere. That, yeah. Yeah. So with him being Uncle at the end of Hawkeye, she shoots him, but that comes from a direct comic book where she blinded him. Yeah. Um. But he gets his sight back. So. Because he can't die, apparently. Pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm just excited to see, you know, as they, um, you know, we're, we'll get to it in a little bit, but the they're doing another, I guess, season of Daredevil. So does this does this season of Daredevil pick up where the last one left off? Does it pick up after Echo? Does it, you know, does it tie into Hawkeye? Like I don't know. Like we don't really know how they're going to play that, but. Um, yeah, it's going to be cool how they tie Echo from Hawkeye and then Echo moving towards the the new season of Daredevil. What do you think? Um, so Echo, I think, is going to be a really different kind of storytelling. I think. Do you think is to... doesn't she have a disability as well? Yeah, she can't so she, hear. She can't hear. Right. So then... it was really cool what they did with Hawkeye. You yeah. know, in that respect, and we talked about that in that episode, Jordan. But like. It's, I think it'll be cool to see what they do with Echo with the same respect of the disability from the disability stance. Yeah, I think if they can handle it the way they did it 
in Hawkeye. I think they will do knocking it out of the park. And I think that it's going to be really cool if Daredevil shows back up because I heard it's going to basically be like a Daredevil season four. But um, after this slate came out, I don't know if you're going to need a Daredevil season four um, based off of what's going to be coming down the road. But um, if this is how they kind of shift gears from the Netflix universe into a Disney universe and they, they start to like, hey, this is, you know, that, that technically does sit in the MCU and like this is where it's going to come. Like, I think that'll be cool. Was Echo um, a part of anything like in the Defenders or I haven't watched no, any of that stuff prior, yet? Prior to her appearance in Hawkeye, she's never shown up. That's okay. why they gave the the backstory. They gave that kind of stuff. Got it. Um, so I, I don't know how they'll handle each piece yet. Um, but I think that, you know, I think Echo will be a fun series to watch and it's going to have more of the, the street level. Like we said many, many times, you have these characters that, okay, they're street level, they're uh, space level, they're multiverse level, they're, I mean, you fill in the blank, like, are you your mystical? Are you your, your technology based? Are you mutants? Are you, I mean, there's so many different pieces that each one is kind of sitting in multiple spots and um, it's basically a different chart um, are you a god? Are you a, a ma- magician or a wizard? Or are you an alien? Are you like, are you one of the big three? Um, and I just, I think the echo is going to bring in the ninja aspect and like, Hey, I don't really have superpowers, but I kick butt and I take names. Um, and I think that'll be really, really cool. But you know, we, we were talking about gods and aliens and all that. Let's talk about Loki. Loki got confirmed for season two and they're already starting filming. Um, and so having a, it's supposed to be summer next year. Are you excited for Loki season two? Yeah, absolutely. They they knocked it out of the park with the first season of that show. Um, it was so uniquely done, uh, and they they did time traveling without doing time traveling, right? Like it was just such a weird, like you know, with like the they, TVA. They showed up for and, for something, and they didn't get stuck in a loop. They didn't like, and even when they got like in the spot where like, it doesn't matter. Like you can go and hide in a spot. Like I thought that was really unique. Yeah. To how they did that. So I'm, yeah, I'm really pumped. I think Owen Wilson's supposed to come back as, as Mobius. And um, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with Kang post Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania. Uh, obviously it'll be a variant. Um, but yeah, like I, one of the things I feel like was a missed opportunity was that, you know, in the first season of Loki, they really kick off what we know as the multiverse. And they really didn't, you know, pick up on the other side of that, whether it was in no way home or multiverse of madness, they didn't really talk about that. So um, that was the only complaint I had about Loki or the movies after that. But um, it'll be cool to see where they, they pick up in season two. Um, Cause at the end, it's kind of like they just erased everything and started over to a degree. So do you think that Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania will pick up directly after season one and then season two will happen at the same time? Because I don't, with, I, I, with, don't, I don't know because, so here's the thing. With the multiverse stuff, the multiverse of madness, they're hopping from universe to universe. With Loki, it's the TVA. And then with Ant-Man, it's the quantum realm. So like they're three separate things, even though they kind of... Ha- touch on you know like as i was watching endgame yesterday they used the quantum realm to, to time travel um i don't know like I, they do a great job of keeping those separate i guess is what i'm saying what do you think i i i don't know i asked the questions <laughs> no i i think that uh loki too 
season or Loki season two, I think will take place directly after Loki season one. But I think because when they killed he who remains, mm-hmm. I think that that will chain react into phase five. I think, I think Loki came too early to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of those, it's ahead of its time. It was not built on. They, they, they built everything else. And I'm like, I think Moon Knight could have sat right there and been just as successful. And you could have like, hey, oh, you brought in a new character and put Loki right before Multiverse of Madness. So that way it's like, oh, we got a taste of it with Multiverse of Madness mm-hmm. or, or right before No Way Home. Um, put it like right at the, the Hawkeye era or area. Um, stick that just so that way, as soon as that one ended, you got a multiverse film, then you got another multiverse film and you're like, oh, we actually are starting down this path. And it felt like it was way too spaced out because nothing else was, was touching that. Mm. And as we're, we're entering this, this multiverse saga, like I want some multiverse stuff. I want to know more than just like two films or have another series that kind of touches on that. And so just trying to figure that, that piece out, I think it's kind of difficult to say, but I, I genuinely think that because at the end they kill he who remains, I think King the Conqueror will come in and kick butt and take names. Well, I think, I think too, Jordan, that they, um, I think when we, we get to multiverse of madness, like we just expected all of a sudden for everything to be multiverse. Right. So like you and I just watched love and thunder. We're like, okay, is this going to be a variant of Thor? Is this going to be a variant of Jane? Is this going to be a variant of, you know, and Spider-Man, is this going to be a variant of Spider-Man? Is this going to be a variant of, you know, and on and on and on. Um, but it, it wasn't right. They kind of, they, they, they delicately handled that in multiverse of madness. We may get more of that moving forward. And I know that we will, but like, it was just like, okay, multiverse of madness was a multiverse movie. And then we got to love and thunder and it wasn't. And so, and same thing with the projects, with the, with the shows and the series, like they, they're, they're being very selective as to what is multiverse and what it's not. Yeah. And the spacing between them is, is a little just like, uh, are you doing that? I don't know. Um, because I don't feel like, well, it could get out of control really, really easily. Yes. And because and, we don't and know kudos yet, to them for doing that. Yes. Because we don't know like what we know of phase one, phase two, phase three, like phase four is the current right here, right now. We don't know what's next and we don't know. Oh, Hey, that was genius. Like that's where this connects. Hey, that's where this connects. Like we haven't seen that part yet. And so that's, I mean, that's part of it, but I think Loki season two is going to be really, really good. Um, I season one, just, it was awesome and i'm really excited to see that uh they in, they did give us a date finally for blade and that's with marshallah ali and it's november 3rd of next year are you excited for this film uh do you know anything about this film i think you skipped the marvels i did i don't have that in here yes the marvels is also in there which is supposed so, to be well, july so Loki season two is slated for summer of 23 and then the Marvels comes out July 28th or 29th of 23. Uh, you know why it didn't make my list? Cause you don't like Captain Marvel because I don't like Captain Marvel and I probably skipped over it by accident. So no. I'm just not even thinking. So let's, let's go ahead and hit Marvels then before we get to blade. Um, are you excited about that film? Are you, what, what are your expectations there? Um, I don't know. I really don't. Uh, I like what they did in WandaVision with Monica Rambeau. I like what they did with Miss Marvel. Um, I think the three of them together is going to be really cool. Uh, what do you do with Captain Marvel besides 
fighting scrolls? Is she going to fight scrolls? Is she not going to fight scrolls? Is this is going to be more of a, um, I don't know. We don't know anything about it yet, but, uh, is she going to mentor Miss Marvel? Like, is she going to, you know, I, I, I really don't know. Um, cause Miss Marvel's kind of obsessed with her. We see that in Miss Marvel, the series, but, um, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. I like the first Captain Marvel and I know that you guys weren't big fans of it, but I think it's a good movie just from the nostalgia purposes of the nineties and um, me being a nineties kid, but I thought it was a good story too. I, I, but again, I don't, I really don't know. I don't know what to expect because I think unlike the story that we talk about with Superman, like she's supposed to, you know, supposedly the, the Superman of the MCU, but there's never been that story told. Right. Like she just has the powers all of a sudden in the first Captain Marvel movie. She flies through Thanos' ship in Endgame. And that's pretty much all we know. Like, yeah, we haven't seen much of her yet. Right. There's nothing in reference to her development, why she is the way she is, what power she really has, um, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I don't know. Um, and is this going to be the last of, of her uh, in the MCU or, 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 you know, what are we doing? Where are we going? Kind of thing. Uh, I think you, that she's going to be a, like, we bring her in when we need her kind of situation. Like, yeah, because we even saw her at the end of Shang-Chi. Yeah, I don't I don't think that she's going to be a, a, a heavy hitter the same way, like Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk. Like, I don't I don't see her doing that moving forward, but I definitely see her as a, like, big supporting cast. Like, she'll she just do just cameos. She'll just do the post credit scenes for the rest of the existence of the MCU. She should. Well, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I wouldn't even say that. I think that if she showed up like for 20, 30 minutes of a movie and like she's just there as the muscle in like the next Avengers film or she shows up in Loki for just a hot second, like she just shows up and like beats up something or they use her for something where she like you just need the muscle. Because I don't like I'm not a massive Brie Larson fan. Um, I just don't think that she was a great pick. But if you write the character around her personality, I think she could be the muscle. And she's kind of that more serious. Like she tries to to give a smirky, like sassy kind of thing, but it's not well perceived by everyone else. And I think that would have been really fun. Well, I also think that they should just give her character development. But that's a, a whole nother thing. That's a different can of worms. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I'm excited. Now- I'm Go ahead. No, you're fine. I was going to say, um, go ahead go ahead and go to Blade because I don't well, think... No, no, no. I, I, I'll be honest. I'm really excited to see uh, Kamala Khan mm-hmm. like nerd out with, with Captain Marvel because like of all the characters for you to be excited about, like you're still like they, they stuck with it, the Captain Marvel. And I think that's great. Well, but, also like, too, just as, how mad Monica was in WandaVision every time yeah. they brought up Captain Marvel. And it's like, so what's going to happen there with that? So... So, so here's, here's my question. Is it going to be a balancing act kind of film where she's trying to fix the issues with Monica and neglect Miss Marvel? Maybe. And like, it's, it's going to be one of those like, oh, like she's not the hero I thought she was. Like, like how do we do that? And then is Blue Marvel going to show up? Like, are we kind of introducing all these Marvel characters? And What's like, called I, the Marvels. I, yep. That's where it's at. So I just, I just don't know. We'll, we'll kind of see. Uh, which way they they take it, which direction, um, but yeah, I, I I just don't think about that film because I'm not really like that all excited about that one. Out of like next year's slate, um, Ant Man, Guardians, Marvels, and Blade, 
it doesn't even hit my top three. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm so much more excited about these other films, which we'll, we'll now just transition into Blade. And, you know, for Blade, I'm so, so stoked with Marshala Ali playing Blade. Um, and I've heard that uh, Wesley Snipes, um, who played Blade back in the 90s, um, he's talked about, like, he's a producer or he's going to help direct or he's, he's doing something, like, in, in the film. And I'm like, I really hope that he's going to be, like, either a mentor towards Blade. Like, that would be really cool to see. Um, what are your thoughts on Blade and what do you know? I, I watched the... I think I watched the originals in the late nineties. Um, not really knowing what I know now about comics and Marvel and DC and whatnot, but like, it'll be cool to see the Disney Marvel studios take on, on this character. And, you know, we haven't, we haven't had vampires yet. Right. Yeah. Uh, up and, we, I've uh, not seen anything like that. Like Morbius is probably the closest thing that we got. But and that's, that's not a, even MCU. Right. It's a Sony verse kind of thing. Yeah. But like that's I would say that's the closest thing we've got to anything vampire related. Um, yep. So it'll be cool to see uh, what they do with with vampires in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> well, and I don't know if it's just going to be uh, vampires. I wonder if they're going to bring in some werewolves and and sure. like the mo- the monster side. Well, and because... are they also going to set up what, what what's the uh, the group uh, that they kind of tease at the end of the tournament? Oh, the Midnight Suns. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that part of that or? You know, I don't know if they'll they'll go the that route. Yeah, uh, oh, Marvel Knights and things like that. That's a whole branding, and so I think Midnight Suns is on its way. I don't know if it's happening yet. I'm not sure that they're going to want to do too many team films just yet. Mm-hmm. I think they're still trying to implement all the characters and trying to figure out okay who is an avenger who is not an avenger um does the title for avenger films leave interpretation that hey you're an avenger or like because spider-man wasn't an avenger and then infinity war happened and tony knighted him real quick um so it's just trying to figure that one out who who's all in the avengers films is that just kind of a marvel title or is it a you are on the avengers if you're in this film so I don't know. I, I'm really excited, though. I heard that uh, they're bringing Dracula in, and the guy who plays Homelander from The Boys is going to be playing Dracula, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be really good. And I'm, I'm excited to see kind of a Dracula as a bad guy take, and I, I really hope they don't kill him in the first movie. I hope that he's a... I think what Marvel needs to do is pull a Loki with a few of their villains and be like, okay, well, you get to stay, you get to stay, you get to stay and like continually bring them back here and there. Um, so that way there's overarching influence. I think like Dr. Doom definitely needs to be one of those characters. Galactus needs to be one of those characters. They just kind of deter him from Earth. Um, Magneto needs to be one of those characters when they, when they introduce these guys. So we do have uh, Ironheart coming up as well. It's a Disney Plus series. And that one, they're actually introducing Ironheart, uh, Riri Williams, here this year with Wakanda Forever. What are your thoughts on, on Ironheart? Um, do you think that it'll be a good series? Do you think it will be very reminiscent of Iron Man? Do you think that they need to kind of stay away from that era? Where, where, what are you thinking? Uh, it's a big ask is what I think. Uh, if they're going to go the direction of Iron Man or, you know, tiptoe around it, you need to be very careful. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, it's too early to tell. Cause I don't think we know enough about it. Okay. I mean, we don't. I mean, do you? Yeah, I mean, do you I mean, know more than that? I, more than... 
Well, from what I, I understand, they're going to kind of help start her suit in Wakanda Forever from the, the trailer that we saw and that she's going to start showing up. And then I, I just don't know how they're going to handle it. Um, if it's going to be very reminiscent to Iron Man, if they're going to take a completely different route and try and create their own story. out, Like like you said, it's, it's still early, but I know that they are bringing her in. There's a whole spot where like she basically does the whole like hammering like where uh tony was hammering out the the helmet and she's hammering out a heart um from steel and i wonder if her her suit is going to be made of vibranium Mm -hmm. because she's got a connection with shuri so i'm like ooh, is this going to be like the first vibranium iron man suit like that would be kind of cool so uh up next is and i'm I'm really excited to hear what your thoughts are on this because i know that you were very excited when uh agatha was was said to have a series coming out so agatha coven of chaos what are your thoughts on that one well first of all i'm mad that they changed the title oh from house of harkness to coven of chaos yeah because i'm like why why did they do that do do we know why they did that um because i think they advertised it as that they advertised it as house last of year yeah they did house of harkness and then so, they, they did coven of chaos I'm, so i i'm completely i was like is that going to be something different like i was like did they so um Catherine Hahn is a brilliant actress. Um and I think she'll do, she did great in WandaVision. I think she'll do great in this. I'm curious to see if Elizabeth Olsen comes back, um, makes a cameo. I don't know if she's too big or too too big time now to to come back for that. I don't know. Um maybe it'll give it a little bit of depth. Um and kind of like uh Chad and I were talking about it at work a couple weeks ago, but he he talked about how Agatha and Wanda as witches uh, um, are some of the most powerful beings in the MCU. And so uh, does Wanda come and get her out of, you know, wherever she left her in Westview or is this pre Wanda vision and shows how Agatha, you know, got to the point up into Wanda vision. I don't know. I, uh, again, it's kind of too early to tell, but it's, I think Catherine Hahn will just, crush it what do you think absolutely i think that i would be okay either way if this is a pre or post wandavision as long as it's not like the opposite side of the coin where we basically saw like episode eight or whatever it was when she comes out and is like hey it was me all along like i don't want a whole retelling of the same time period yeah like i i don't i don't think that we need that um and i i think marvel's smarter than to do that but i well and maybe 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 it'll show uh how she got her powers and how she probably like did she use the book of the dam just like wanda like is she like oh like having a dark hold yeah like is she like maybe show how powerful she is uh, as her own self prior to to wanda getting a hold of it yeah kind of like a how did you get the dark hold like a prequel yeah like does is that going to make an appearance is that going like we don't know and so we'll, we'll have to figure that one out as as it happens but I'm really hoping it's kind of a post and that will bring back Wanda because as of right now, we saw the big kind of red explosion and we don't know what happened to Wanda. So did she teleport? Did someone come in and save her? Did she create like a a safety bubble around her? Like, like what happened? Magneto came and got her. Yeah. Or did she let Agatha out beforehand and Agatha got her? And, and this is going to be a redemption piece that Agatha and uh, Wanda are both going through at the same time. Like, is this hey, going to be hey, one of those stories? Hey, it was Agatha all along. 
It was, it was Agatha all along. Good, good play. So I know uh, you're super excited about this next thing. That I'm so stoked about. for this next one. So this next one is Captain America New World Order. I'm going to go ahead and steal this one first because I'm so excited. Like, Which is funny because I thought you were going somewhere else with that, but it's okay. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the phase five timeline on my, my other oh, monitor yeah. and Daredevil was next on mine. That's why I yeah. thought you were. I'm going to hold that one for a second because I'm really okay. excited about that too. Um, so, so we'll start with Captain America New World Order because I'm not near as excited for this one, but I'm still really excited. So there were two titles that uh, I saw leaked for what uh, Marvel like got scripting for or like they, they, uh, they got the title rights and things like that. I forget what that's called. Um, but they, they went in and got this and it was either going to be New World Order or Red, White, and Black. Um, and either one I was really excited about because I feel like Captain America New World Order is going to play off of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, oh, yeah, very, I will. Like immediately. And I'm hoping that will bring in a nomad. Um, but I'm hoping that they don't do like Serpent Society, that it's just more of a continuation of like, how do we handle the world as we move forward? And I want to see some Hydra um, like fallout. Not necessarily that there is a Hydra person, but that there's maybe someone who was affiliated with Hydra that like comes in like like a Strucker's son or something like that. So it's well, like what about Julia Louise Dreyfus that was just kind of left hanging at the end of um, Falcon and Winter Soldier? We haven't even like seen anything from her since then. And oh, Elaine from Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah. Um, I you know there was uh, there was thoughts thrown around that she was going to be like Lady Hydra or something like that. So, and I'd be, I would be Madam Hydra okay or whatever. Yeah, Madam Hydra. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd be absolutely okay with that if, like, she's and, and and I would love for her to be pulling the strings and not get caught mm-hmm. at the end of that film. And it's like at the end of this film, like we as the audience know, but the characters don't, and it leaves it up for red, white, and black, and then it leaves it open that she can still do like the thunderbolts and like she can go do that and like just kind of creates this whole new. Like, where are we going? What's going to happen? Wait, oh, crap. Like, I I just want it stated. Infinity War left us on the edge of our seat for a year. Mm-hmm. There was a year where we're like, what's happening? What's going on? Like, I want to go see this. Like, like, release the movie. And I just want that from another movie. I want to be left on the edge of, like, crap. Where are we going? Like, I want it to be so, like, heartbreaking. And I would love for Captain America... Uh, new world order to do that to me just to sit back and be like because this is sam's first official outing on the big screen as captain america and like i would also i really hope steve rogers comes back as like old steve and like he's not uh, fighting crime or anything like that but he's more like running running co-op or or, or like running ops and things like that more like a nick fury style um because in the comics there's a moment in time where he was doing shield work and he was running shield as old man Steve and like he's running ops and things like that. And he's giving it to different guys and he like he's running all the behind. I'm like, I would love to see a old man Steve show up. They're just gonna have him reading a newspaper in Central Park. <laughs> They're gonna be- just like small cameos. Like, I mean, even that, like it would still be cool, like if he like is at the the place and Sam just comes up and he's like, Hey, I got a couple questions for you. Like, how how did you handle this? And like, he'll come would, right, how- he'll come up on his left. Yeah. That, yeah, just like subtle nods like that. Totally okay with that. Um, and I think that would I think that would be fun. Or he drops so, the shield and he's like, "Hey, you dropped this." <laughs> yeah. So, um, something something like that. What uh, What are your thoughts about the Captain America? I know you're not as big a Cap fan as as we are, but like because this is Sam Cap, what are your thoughts? 
Um, so Alicia and I are going back and we just, like I said, we watched the infinity war and Endgame yesterday. Um, I think we're going to go back through and we're just going to watch everything of phase four again, like all the series and whatnot. I've only seen Falcon and winter soldier one time all the way through. Okay. But one of my favorite things about Falcon and winter soldier was the ending. And, um, that last episode was just nonstop. Just oh, amazing. I, but, but, more so as a pastor, as a leader, um, you can relate to this, but when when Sam's talking to the government officials and just talking about being better as human humans, like oh, humanity yeah, that just whole, being better. That whole thing was amazing. Like, that's a Captain America speech, right? And I'm sitting there just sobbing like a baby because it's just so true that we need to be better. We need to be better as humans, we need to be better friends, we need to be better siblings, we need to be better, you know, fathers and and, and parents and you know, you you name it. Just humans in general would just need to be better at that and so um if they pick up off of that momentum in the new captain america movie which i think they will i know they will um yeah it's gonna be great i think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tall order uh for him to uh, sam to come in and be captain america but you know they all got their start somewhere right and so yep who who knew Robert Downey Jr. was going to be so good as Iron Man? And he did. He knocked it out of the park. So, yeah. um, and I think Sam will do the same thing as, as Captain America. And they did a great job transitioning and segueing Endgame into Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I think they'll do the same thing with the, the New World Order of Captain America. Especially with the writers coming from Falcon and the Winter Soldier into this movie, that they sure. will be able to continue that story moving forward. Yeah. Um, do you think Bucky will show up in that film? Is that a question? Well, the reality is he could show up anywhere and he may he may like have like a, a quick conversation or he may be a phone call or something like that. He may not actually show up kind of like Selvig with uh, Thor four. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was just thinking of Infinity War when they're in Wakanda and rockets like how much for the arm? <laughs> it's like it's not for sale. It is like, yeah, I'm getting that arm. <laughs> oh, I'm getting that arm. Um, um, yeah, I think. I think he'll show up. I yeah. think that you got to have it. You got, like, even if it's just, I don't know, at the beginning of the movie and he shows up, but, like there's a, an opening fight scene and Sam's kind of outnumbered for a second. Like, or like what they did with Winter Soldier when, when Widow, Black Widow and, and uh, Cap are on the ship, the Navy SEAL ship, and they kind of work together. Maybe something like that similar to what they did in Winter Soldier. It's kind of like this little... You know, Black Widow wasn't in every scene, but she was in part of the movie. Maybe they'll yeah. do the same thing with Bucky in this film. Do you think that they will put anybody else into that? Do you think anybody else will get shoehorned into this film? Anybody vital? Let's say it that way. No. I I think, I, and this is just, you know, this movie comes out in two years, but this is just us speculating. I think, I think that if anybody shows up, it'll be Bucky. But Sam needs to really just do this on his own. Similar to what they did in the first Avenger, right? Like Captain America had to become Captain America. I think this is going to be Sam's chance to shine. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, Zemo is going to bust a dance move. That's what's going to happen Yeah, in this, in this movie. So, All right. We're talking about busting a dance move and... I, I got to tell you, I was so excited with this next one. And like we were talking, Daredevil Born Again. Oh, my gosh. I am so stoked for this one. Um, 
18 episodes is what they're giving us from this one. Kevin Feige from the stage said 18 episodes. That's three times the amount of what they've been giving us on almost every single uh, season of, of Disney plus Marvel shows. So my question is, are you excited about this one? Cause I know that you guys started watching the, the Netflix series. So do you think this is going to be a good show? Do you think it's going to be kind of like, I don't really need this. Like, why are they doing 18 episodes? Like what, what are your thoughts here? It's interesting because the, so we haven't finished the original yet um, just because lack of time and yeah, just so much out there to watch. Um, but I did find it interesting. Like the first three seasons of the Netflix version of this is only 39 episodes. And so the new season that's coming out is going to be, would you say 18 episodes? 18 episodes. Yeah. So I'm curious to to know. I'm playing devil's advocate, Jordan. Yeah. But, but like, are you playing the daredevil's advocate? Yes. I'm playing the daredevil's advocate, uh-huh. but a lot of my friends aside from you guys at nerd talk, Chad, maybe Chad at work, my friend, rich at work, people have never really watched the daredevil series. Like mm. they, like from, from mine, like I told my father-in-law about it and he's like, no, I've never seen it. And I'm like, dude, you gotta watch it. Uh, I, I told my brother-in-law about it. He's like, I've never seen it. I'm like, put your kids to bed and watch it. But like, yeah, don't watch it with them. Like yeah. it's TVMA. <laughs> right. But what, what I'm saying though, is like a lot of people, like I, uh, Mike Douglas at work, like he, he's never seen the Daredevil. I'm like, dude, you gotta watch the Daredevil series. So like, all I have to say, like when we get to this Daredevil, is it going to be like, are people going to watch it and be like, are they going to be confused because it's kind of picking up where the old one left off or uh, is it going to be enough of a, a story told from Echo and other pieces that they're going to pick up along the way? Uh, you know, spoiler, we got that She-Hulk trailer yesterday and here comes Daredevil at the end of that trailer. Um, but like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it, yeah. is it going to make people want to go back and watch that first three seasons? Is this going to be kind of like that catch? Is it going to grab their attention that, hey, you need to go back and watch this? Yeah. Or is it? Yeah. No, but absolutely. Like, or, or are people going to be confused when they turn this on and be like, well, why is this here now without well, the backstory? From what I've heard, it's supposed to be a reboot and a not reboot, at, like a continuation at the same time. And I'm like, I don't know how you can do that. I wonder if it's going to be a like, hey, we're grabbing certain story elements from this one to kind of help tell this one, but it's not required reading. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, hey, if, you, if you've read this comic, like that helps, but it's not required. It's kind of like um, if you read a comic book, sometimes it says like, see Thor or see Iron Man in this comic and this issue. And then it's signed by the publisher or signed by the artist or whatever. And they're like, just telling you to get more backstory, go back to this issue and you'll understand. And what I will say about seeing that they're going to do more Daredevil, you know, either an echo and, or the the standalone season they're going to release. It makes me want to go back and finish Daredevil now because of that. And I'm watch the, you know, the other shows, Jessica Jones and Iron Fist and Punisher and the defenders and just really do a deep dive into don't forget Luke Cage. Luke Cage was. Oh, I'm sorry. Sweet. Luke, that one, that one as well. Luke Cage. But um, just to kind of prepare for this, right? And yeah. so, and you've talked about how just Daredevil is just the the best writing that you've ever seen. Yeah, as far I, as I a series is concerned. 
I think that Daredevil, and I'm excited specifically because no matter which way you take it, Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio are both coming back for this. Yeah. And it's like, and they're going to be an echo, which is kind of, I think they're yeah. going to tease us a little bit with echo. And then the connection with She-Hulk, you know, it's going to be a lot. I think we're going to start getting things sprinkled in. And I, one of the things I, I was reading today was Kevin Feige said, my goal is to put Daredevil and Spider-Man on street level heroes. Like we're going to start building some street level hero stuff. And I'm like, this is going to be really, really cool. Because over the next few years, what may start to happen is we're going to start to see the Defenders again, but we're going to see a different lineup. We're going to see Spider-Man. We're going to see uh, Daredevil. We're going to see Luke Cage. We're going to see maybe some Ghost Rider. Um, we might see uh, like all the like Echo, and you might see uh, oh uh, Nachios uh, Electra. You might see her come back in. Um, you might see Punisher back. And I'm just like, there are so many characters that you can start to bring in that are more your street level crime fighters and i'm like this is what i'm excited about like i love the, i love the globe trotting avenger stuff I, I i love that kind of thing but throw me back some heroes in new york like that's one of the reasons i loved moon knight was because it was globe trotting enough that they've moved from like london to egypt but it still felt very much like he was kind of fighting crime on more of a street level he was he wasn't there just like hey i'm iron man i can fly within like two hours i can fly across the world um it wasn't anything crazy like that. So, and I mean, I mean I'm really, really excited about this series. Uh, last, to, to wrap up phase five, they've got the Thunderbolts. And there's not a lot there. Um, so my, my questions that I've got for this are just, who do you want to see on the team? And are you excited for this film? Or is it going to be one of those, uh, I could care less? Well, because we don't know a lot, I could care less. Okay. I mean, we just don't. This is kind of the same deal with... Um what we talked about with secret invasion, like there's just not a lot of context lot of there. Yeah. Right. And so once we get closer to that, like until yesterday, we really didn't know what was going to happen with Wakanda forever. I mean, cause yeah. they didn't really talk about it at all. We all, all we knew that Chadwick Boseman wasn't going to be used yeah, he at all. Be, he'd be dead. What? Yeah. I mean, he is dead, but like, but in real life, but what I'm saying though, is like, I don't, I think what I read early on was that they weren't going to use any footage, even if they had it of him. Yeah just to kind of honor his memory. Yeah. Um, is there anyone specific that you'd like to see on the team? Or that you think will be on the team? Darcy. <laughs> yes. Darcy. <laughs> we talked about that in Love and Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Darcy leads the Thunderbolts. Um, so so if you're not aware, Thunderbolts is kind of the, the suicide squad kind of feel. Like it, it's a team of bad guys um, doing good stuff. And so oftentimes it's like Red Hulk leads the team. Uh, Zemo's led the team, I think, in the past. Uh, they, they have different characters who... who Peacemaker. Leadership. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think that Abomination is going to replace Red Hulk because with the passing of... I forget what his name was that, that played uh, Thunderbolt Ross. But I, I think that they're not going to do Red Hulk for the, for the sole purpose that mm-hmm. you know, they've already... Or they lost their, their actor. Um, and it, he doesn't even need to be written out because the way they they hung up a phone call and like he he could still be in the the military like that doesn't bother me one bit. Um, but you could use abomination, especially with how much they've been using him lately. Um, I really want to see U.S. Agent um, just because of how easily misguided and manipulated he can be. Um, I would definitely want to see it, like we were saying with with Captain America, uh, the whole Madam Hydra 
and then like shoehorning her into leading this team. Like she's kind of like the Amanda Waller kind of situation that she's, she's trying to get them to do something and then they have to kind of turn on her. Um, I think that would be a really cool way to set this up, but that's my thought. Yeah. Now they did give us three films from phase six and because there is not a lot of detail, we're just going to fly through these really quick. Um, They are fantastic Four, Avengers, the Kang dynasty, and then Avengers Secret Wars. Are you excited for any of these films? Do you think it's just too far out at this moment that you, you're just like, yeah, it's, 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 I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it, but I really don't care at this moment because we've got to get through phase five. Um, is there anything you want to see from these films? So yes, yes, yes. I'm excited for all three of them. Um, a couple things, you know, they teased it with, you know, Mr. Fantastic and, and Multiverse of Madness, like just briefly, you know, Right. Like <laughs> not even, you know, five minutes of screen time, but he was there. Um, the two Avengers movies, I'm excited because a we're, we're, we're finally, finally, even though it's going to be like, feel like 20 years out, even though it's only like two or three years, uh, we're finally getting the answer to like who, who maybe the big bad is right. Which Who's pulling we, the strings. Yeah. Yes. Kang, obviously. Um, and, Thirdly, um, you said it a few minutes ago, Jordan, but like you talked about how Infinity War left us on the the edge of our seats and we had to wait a whole year. These two movies are coming out in the same year. Yeah. Um, I But I also think they're going to be two different stories and they're not even going to be the same thing because of one's going to focus on Kang, but then I think Secret Wars is going to be a lot of back and forth from past to present. It wouldn't surprise me if the Kang Dynasty ended where the multiverse like Split. breaks and then like different parts are like people start missing because mm-hmm. it then goes into Secret Wars and that's how that one will kind of come together. It wouldn't surprise me if they did that um, just to do a part one, part two kind of feel where they're two different stories, but one immediately feeds the next, if that makes sense. Like I don't know. I kind of like them to be two separate things and just not... I don't know. We just don't know. I just feel like if they're going to they be did that, they've been there and done that, right? They did that with the Infinity Saga. Like, I just feel like if Secret and you don't War- have an Avengers film in between them, right? So, like, like Age of Ultron, um, we went almost an hour and a half and didn't say a word about Age of Ultron, which is kind of sad. Does that mean <laughs> that joke's dying, or is there just too much content? There's just too much content. So, you know, I would be totally okay if if. One was a one story really focused on Kang, and then Secret Wars was kind of like, okay, this is what's been going on in the background for the last twenty years. Like they really tell that backstory leading up to Kang. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I, I would just, I would rather them be two separate things. I don't know. That's just me. Yep. I, and Fantastic Four. We didn't really talk much about that, but yeah, I'm I'm super pumped about that too because we're finally going to get one that's worth watching. <laughs> Yes. Well, and, and you know, Fantastic Four, they said that they might be recasting Reed Richards and that it won't be John Krasinski. And I think that that's the biggest waste. I think that John Krasinski is an amazing Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and now if they're trying to go for a younger look, so that way, like in the next 20 years, they can continually pump out Fantastic Four films. I just don't know if you need to. Mm-hmm. I think that you could do like three or four films for them and then be done. Like you could do you because because by the time that you do them, it's not like Spider-Man where you have to keep them at age 18. Like you have three years of, of movie or three different movies that take you at least a year each. It's like 
17, 18, 19, 20, 21. That's five years that you had to keep him roughly the same age. I'm like, yeah, that's a lot, but you don't have to do that with the fantastic four. Like you Mm -hmm. can, you can, you can do your four, three, four movies and then just let them kind of be sprinkled in whenever you need them or whenever you want to add them. Like you could, you could wong them into it and put them everywhere. Or you could be like Miss Marvel and, oh, we only need you here and there. Um, Or Captain Marvel, not Miss Marvel. Um, But yeah, I just, I think that that's the way I would go. I think I also saw something about uh, the thing might show up in uh, She-Hulk and it might be Jason Siegel, um, which I was really excited about. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Jason Siegel fan. So, Uh, but you know, there's, I, I, I think that if two adventure movies come out the same year, they're going to be directly correlated. Um, I think it would be a massive missed opportunity if you are going to put two different, like two different separate films and not have a connection point like in the same year, especially because they're Avengers. Avengers are, are big caliber films and to have them in the same year, that's, that's a lot of Avengers. So unless they have like an Avengers East coast, West coast kind of situation where they're like, it's like two different teams. Well, what if it's young, young Avengers and Avengers from the Avengers past or whatever? Like, I don't yeah. who knows. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could, you could set it up literally however you want. And here's the other side with secret wars. You could potentially bring back, characters who have died off so you could like you can be like they are set from a certain time and at the end of this film they go back so it's like you could bring robert downey jr you could bring in uh natasha uh romanoff you can bring in quicksilver you could bring in um literally anybody you could bring in terrence howard for roadie <laughs> like like you could have all these different like looks and feels and things like that however you want to do it um but i just i think that i would have pushed secret wars out until a little bit further um, to be honest, I would have pushed it probably to phase seven just to, to give us a little bit more time. So um, kind ahead. of a last question as we kind of wrap up for you. Um, yeah. And I know it's kind of like a <clears throat> who's doing the movies and why, because this last week we got Deadpool, Deadpool 2 and Logan all dropped on Disney Plus. Um, and I know that was yesterday was more of a, OK, this is what we're doing in phase four. I'm sorry, phase five and phase six. There was there wasn't anything said about Deadpool, X Men, or um, anything like that. Was there Spider Man? Like, is it because of Sony? Is it because of you know? Is it because Deadpool is kind of mutant, but kind of not? Kind of Sony, but kind of not. But kind of Marvel, but kind of not. Like, yeah. So, so I think because I, I actually wrote this question down of of what do you think or do you think that we're going to get another spider-man or dr strange from like where where do you think it'll it'll fit yeah, where are all those guys at so if you look at phase six there are 11 positions and they only gave us three and of those three two of them are in the same year so yeah. i think that we're gonna get i i don't think the x-men needs to be a uh a i don't movie. think they need to do movies or anything no, because, but what i'm saying there are so many iterations of the team yeah. i think you could have like x-men x-men uh like I mean, you, you could, instead of it being like one series, like, hey, this is like season one, season two, season three, you could be like, hey, X-Men Gold, X-Men Blue, X-Men Red, X-Men Age of Apocalypse, X-Men um, Extinction, X-Men No More Mutants, X-Men, like, I mean, you could do a ton of different TV series, and then you can start sprinkling in whatever mutants you want, wherever you want. So, like, Logan, Wolverine could show up in, like, 15 different series, 15 different appearances, all in the same year but never be a focal point that he's just kind of, he just shows up. Yeah. Um, 
like I mean, I don't think that the X Men needs to be a movie. To be honest, I think the X Men are such a big grouping, and that mutants are such a large piece that I I don't think that you need that, um, especially with how quick things I think are going to get out of hand with She Hulk. Um, it looks very much like She Hulk is like people are getting powers left and right, and I think that that's where they're going. Um, for Doctor Strange and Spider Man, I don't think we're going to get another film until at least twenty five. Um, I, I just don't see it. Yeah. Which saddens me because I love Spider-Man and I, I want more Spider-Man films, but they could shoehorn him in somewhere as well because so it's up to Sony. It's not really up to Disney. So Disney could be like, hey, we have four films slated for the year, but we're going to shoehorn Spider-Man, whatever the, the title is, Spider-Man number four into this film. Um, because they at the end of the day, they, they have the ultimate say. So, I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what happens. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I just I think that there was a lot of content, and I'm glad that we got to go over this stuff. So, uh, Micah, thank you for your time, and for all of our listeners, thank you for sticking around this long. This is a little bit longer of an episode, but we had a lot of fun, and this is just a lot of content. And we just we wanted to talk about it and give some thoughts of what we could potentially see in the next few years of Marvel. So thank you uh, for for loving on us, listening to us. Um, if you haven't checked out our TikTok account, definitely go check that out. It's it's starting to get a little bit more traction. We would love for you to be a part of that and get involved um, as we do kind of more day-to-day operations with, with TikTok. Um, but otherwise, guys, we will catch you here next time on Nerd Talk.